My name is Lily Harper. When I was 18, I came to Lady Montgomery's household as governess to her children. That had been eight years ago. Two months ago, her youngest child left for school and my services were no longer needed. I had thought she might provide a reference to help me find employment elsewhere, but Lady Montgomery proposed that I stay on in her employ. She offered me the position of trainee housekeeper, and I accepted. It meant that eventually I would take charge of her household and the eleven other females in her employ. We had just begun the training when my mother, a seamstress in a nearby town, became ill with a wasting disease. My mother was from a middle-class family, fairly well-to-do, but she followed her heart and eloped with a soldier, a man twice her age. Her family had disowned her, but their love seemed able to conquer all. I was born within a year. Only months later, my father was killed in some foreign land. Mother received a small pension for his long service, which kept us from complete destitution, but she also worked her fingers to the bone throughout my childhood to earn a bit extra in order to send me to school. Her long years of labor had paid off when I secured a position as governess. I had a room of my own, free meals, a uniform that was paid by my mistress, and my pay was generous enough to send half of it to my mother. It had just been the two of us all of my life, and now my mother, the woman who sacrificed everything for me and loved me unconditionally, was dreadfully ill. She was often too ill to work, and the pension had long since run out, so she could not always afford medicines to ease her pain. She would soon need constant care. My pay would never stretch to hiring a nurse to watch over her. It was making me ill with worry. Should I leave my employment and return home to her, how would I make ends meet? None in the town could afford a governess, and I had no other skills to fall back on. Lady Montgomery had noticed my increasing distraction. Three mornings ago, she had finally taken me to task for my poor performance. "'Lily, you know I cannot abide incompetence. Your behavior lately is completely unacceptable. Why, you instructed one of the new maids to use shoe grease instead of floor wax, making quite a mess. What is going on with you?' When she was displeased, as she was quite often, Lady Montgomery's face took on a pinched look, the nostrils flaring. I had rarely been the recipient of this expression, as she seemed generally to favor me. We were in her dressing room, dresses, hats, and shoes strewn everywhere, pots of cream, coal, and lip colors all over a small table with a mirror. She led me to a love seat and sat me down, holding both my hands in one of hers. I'm so sorry that my work has been below expectation, Lady Montgomery. I kept my eyes down, working to show suitable penitence. My mind raced. Should I tell Lady Montgomery about my mother? She was not usually sympathetic toward others' trials, but I had been in her employ for these eight years, and she had occasionally displayed softness toward her own children. She understood the bond between parent and child. I took a deep breath and decided to tell her. Lady Montgomery, the reason I have been so distracted lately is because my mother is quite ill. I am afraid I shall have to leave here and go to her soon. Her eyes had flared with some emotion that looked for a moment like triumph. In the next moment I thought I must have imagined it, 
as Lady Montgomery clucked with distress and smothered me in a hug of sympathy. "'Oh, you poor dear, your poor mother. You must have been beside yourself. Why, let us put our heads together and see what may be done.' I was dumbstruck by the unexpected outpouring of sympathy. Why, when her own husband passed away four years ago, she had barely seemed to notice.' I do not want to lose you, Lily, so let us see by what means we can keep you here.